big lights, bright colors, odd smells. It's time for What the Spell. everybody, it's Jojo, one of the hosts of What the Spell, drummer design in Dungeons and Dragons, where we discuss the implications and history of D&D spells in a very funny way. It's a very specific niche, I'm not gonna lie. This is the second episode, we still didn't have much in the way of planning for it, but it's a good one, so we hope you like it. In this one, we're also going to be using info from books gathered on Dungeon Masters Guild, If you like the show, please give us a good review, rating, five stars, all that stuff on the podcatcher of your choice. And you can look at all the other funny stuff we do on mom-hat.com. That's mom-hat.com. We are a comedy group. We do funny stuff when time allows. It's hard when you don't get paid for it. Um, There is an accompanying article discussing the spell that we discussed today on medium.com slash what the spell email, which is convenient because if you want to message us, you can leave a comment there or email us directly at what the spell email at gmail. The song we use is in the public domain. It's called Swingin' Richards by Halizna. Link is in the description. And that concludes all of the housekeeping for this episode. (sighs) I hope you're doing great. We're discussing prestidigitation. Hope you find it funny and enjoy. Thank you. I'm having a unsweetened mixed berry sparkling water from Good and Gather, made with natural flavors. How natural we talk? I have no idea. I honestly think that they're uh, they may be abusing the word natural in that. Natural would imply it's a flavor that doesn't exist, uh, like it exists within nature. But then wouldn't they want to bring up flavors that weren't natural? I'm going to also grip tip and rip this one so it's at least open. Oh my God, Kim. So much gripping. So much ripping. All right. So what sort of fun are we having? Hoita. Kim, is that a mouse? <laughs> no, it was a nail polish bottle, but go on. What the, okay. That was a horrible and very specific <laughs> noise. <laughs> Squeak, squeak, squeak. I should have said, been like, yes, <laughs> it's a mouse. It is. It's going yes. to assist me. In, yeah, it's, uh, I, I have a, I have a mouse. What do you, like, what, do you have a mouse in your pocket? I have a mouse in my pocket. What of it? <laughs> Did I distract you? I'm sorry. Go on. So Kim, it is commonly hailed as one of the most useful, if not the most useful spells in the game. I feel like you're just introducing me to all the bangers. Like just the the dynamite. Well, the, well, you know, Kim, you gotta come in strong. This this spell that is of so much use that it is it is it, it a ha- useful spell. It has existed in every edition of this game. By the oh, way, oh, there are so, multiple editions to this game. Yes, Kim, as oh. as many as five. Oh wow! And as few as and as few as one. Um, okay. Every every so often they decide. Wizards of the Coast decides. You know what? Money'd be so good right now. Hey, I know what yeah. we'll do. I know what we'll do. You know all those books we sold? Let's just sell them again. Yeah. And people and are like, yum, 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 yum. They're like, sell them again, but but no one will buy them. Well, that's the thing, right? Like, the part they need will give away. And then everyone goes, what the fuck are you talking about? And then they make a billion, million dollars. And then they make a million. Then Matt Mercer says, this is a good one. Well, that's good. So, Cam, this spell is called prestidigitation. Ooh, I feel like I've heard that word before. That's impressive that you might have. So, like... One of the things in in uh, in D anD D is like if you're a magic man. Oh yeah, because prestidigitation is just a fancy way to say magic. That's right. Prestidigitation is a fancy way of saying uh, magic. That's where I heard it. Somebody was being fancy, and exactly. I heard it. Now the first appearance of the spell was in 
1985 in a book titled, boy, oh boy, this is not cool. Um, It's a book of a certain region slash ethnicities adventures. Um, And it starts with a, with a O it's their adventures. That's the first time it appeared. Uh, I, I, are you able to understand my code, Kim? You want to text it to me? Because otherwise I'm going to start guessing. The root of this word is the same thing that you do on your first day of school. Welcome to, and then, you know, the word is there. Oh, oh yeah. Like the rugs. Uh, Yes, Kim, like the rugs. Okay. My my father-in-law to this day thinks that that's the appropriate term because it refers to a large amount of people. And if he doesn't know exactly where someone's from, he thinks he's being thoughtful by using that word. And I'm just like, oh, oh, no. <laughs> yeah, it's um, boy, oh, boy, is that not great. Prestidigitation first appeared in uh, first and second uh, edition of D&D. And when it was introduced, it belonged to... This is from a class known as the Wu Chen. Okay. <laughs> this And uh, this is also from that same book. They've appeared since up till third edition, um, which is, by, by God, just long enough, right? They, they're a class that devoted themselves to um, reaching a single goal. It was a task that created great mental discipline, and reaching it requires the sacrifice of family ties and concerns for honor. They also speak the languages of Tengu and Oni. Um, mm-hmm. They also adopted special taboos that appeared insignificant to silly outsiders. This is this is literally like asking for trouble, the character class. Yeah. Prestidigitation was originally for specifically this class and none other uh, until like way later in the game. And in the Wu-Gen version of the class... Um, it allowed you to teleport very small items from your hand to any place on your person. So it basically allows you to just like make shit appear in random, like, random Oh, wait, hold on. Could pockets. you like get, find a quarter behind somebody's ear? Yes, Kim, you could find a quarter behind somebody's ear. Okay. That's like why that. it's palm sized or less. Cause the, the root word prestidigitation as in presto hand magic. Kapowie. Kapowie. Hand magic. I'm bat. I'm Batman. Uh, it also increased your chance of pickpocketing by making oh. you more dexterous. I guess because teleportation is a dexterity thing. Yeah. So yeah, you could that like a, totally I, that scans. You do think someone is either a wizard or a thief if they're good at magic. Yeah. You know, you're either using this for evil or ill or mystery. Yeah. Wujin prestidigitation improves successful pickpocketing, and it allowed you to uh deposit things on someone without their knowledge oh so you could plant an item all right yeah because it's just just light teleporting you know it's Mm -hmm. like teleporting with none of the calories the reverse of this spell kim is called what do you think it's called uh tajip. see that would have been creative it's actually just called fumble fingers oh which is also what you say when you fuck this up yeah I'm going to make this quarter appear behind you. Oh, fumble fingers. I dropped it. Uh, it can be cast on something up to 30 yards away. It also says 27 meters in parentheses, I guess, which why Hold even on. bother at that point? 27 um, meters. How many feet? That would Okay. 88 feet. Yeah. I mean, that would be 33 feet. So I would prefer to 
cast it in meter, 27 meters. Cause get a little longer if you do it in Slightly meters. longer yeah. then, yeah. yeah. If, you're, if you're using the metric system, then you're really going to... It's a pretty severe fuck-up that they have two options, and one of them is clearly superior. This tells me that a British person made this, because one, it's extremely racist, and two, it prefers the metric system. <laughs> that makes perfect sense, Kim, actually. I didn't mm -hmm. consider that. You can use this as an attack on somebody. This implies that if you were a magician... You have the power to make other people bad at magic. The next thing that requires any kind of fine dexterity, like finding a tool or performing a spell, they will fail that. Oh. They'll screw it up because you've cast Fumble Fingers, the opposite of prestidigitation, which again has nothing to do with dexterity. It's about teleporting things. Right. So, Kim, that's, that's like me saying, like, I'm really, really good at say like cooking and I'm so good at cooking. I can make you really bad at farm. Oh, that's right. I can cook so good that you're now a bad farmer. The next thing you farm will be bad because I'm so good at cooking. That's the logic of prestidigitation, Kim. Yeah. Now this spell, Kim did grow up a little bit and, uh, it grew up to, um, what I like to call is the more, the more fun, exciting, uh, thrilling version, which is, uh, the third edition version and this is the one that most people will know and it's it's more or less this one that everyone kind of uses uh it is known as a cantrip which means you can just cast it fucking whenever yeah you can never much like much like the best spell in the game true strike you can never you can cast this non-stop and you should no components it is just a somatic and verbal um so you have to be able to move your hands and say shit okay here are the things that press digitation lets you do uh, in third edition D&D, you can levitate an object of about one pound. Okay. You can create a, a sensory effect such as a burst of sparks, tinkling music, a strange uh, odor, or a puff of air. Ooh. So it's like spell of, sp spell of skunk. Yeah. You know, like it, smell like a, it smells like skunk around here. Yeah. You can clean or soil an item no bigger than one cubic foot. Okay. Or 28 cubic decimeters for some reason. That can't be right. Um, but basically, Kim, if something's dirty, you can clean it. And if something's clean, you can dirty it. That's a horrifying concept because it, it opens yourself up to many a, many a mishap, Kim. You can cast a spell that makes someone shit their pants for. Yeah, of course. But you know what? I would definitely do 28 cubic decimeters because that is more than a cubic foot. How much more? Uh, 0 0.02. Okay, so 0 0.02 more diarrhea. We'll say it may as well be a metric ton of diarrhea as far as I'm concerned. So that's a much more powerful spell. Yeah. The third edition uh, version specifically calls out that you're able to remove all dust in a small area. So you can create like a clean room. Ooh. You can uh, chill, warm or flavor a pound of non-living material. So like if you had a rock, you could make it nacho cheese flavor. Oh, you had a pound of it. You can make it warm nacho cheese flavor rocks. That's this is this is increasingly sounding like a very fun spell. You can temporarily create a small item. They don't make it clear what it is, but a, you can temporarily create a small item. Um, you can also have created an image, but they made that its own spell way later on. Yeah, it doesn't seem right that you should be able to make something out of nothing. Now here's where now Kim, here's another thing that this spell can do in the in the third edition of this game, which explains why they fucking fucked with it. You can create a glowing sphere that hovers over your palm. Ooh. To what end? I would ask. I just want a glow ball. And here it is. Look at look at my glowing sphere. <laughs> so you know I'm a magic boy. Yeah, you just do it to impress girls. Chicks do dig that because it's like, hey, like, I know I live in my mom's basement, but check it out. Glowing orb. 
And like, mm, mm-hmm. sweetening the deal here. That's pretty good. Do you have good. a rock that tastes like nacho cheese? You know, it's funny you ask. <laughs> now, objects created by the smell were simple, crude, and fragile, unable to fool most people that were anything but imitations of real objects. So, like, if I conjured a hammer, you would realize it's like a cartoon hammer. It's like yeah. made of air or something. Uh, so, hey, wait a minute. That sword's a balloon. They, <laughs> that dog's a balloon. They could not be used as components for other spells. So I couldn't create like an eye of Newt and use that as an eye of Newt purpose. Okay. Yeah. That's smart. That's smart. So they literally are created to just be bullshit and they disappear in a few seconds to an hour. So I could make something that disappears and is useless. I may as well have not done it. It's a pretty, pretty silly spell. Quite a good number of fun things, right, Kim? Yeah. Well, now we're going to push up one edition to fourth edition. And this edition of the spell is very different. Because let's start at this one. For starters, in fourth edition, you no longer have the Wu Gen class. That's gone. Okay. <laughs> also, the third edition allowed bards, sorcerers, wizards, and merchant princes the abilities to use this spell. Now the spell can only be used by wizards. Only wizards do magic, which is seems rude. To me, you ha- you gave everyone this fun spell and you took it away. Well, first the Wu Jens had it, then they gave it to everybody, then they took it away again. Now the wizards have it. I don't understand. But here's the key differences, Kim, because there are key differences to the spell in the in the edition the, uh, in fourth edition. They can ignite or douse a candle torch or small campfire. What constitutes a campfire, Kim? Uh, Just a small area. I want a fire to happen. Yeah, like a, a f- I think I would think it would have to be like a. I mean, because Any circle I, would, of I would argue, yeah, I would argue that it's a campfire sized fire. So it doesn't necessarily have to be surrounded by stones or sticks or something, mm. but it would have to just be like, like if I lit a manuscript on fire, uh, a merchant could be like, yeah, yeah. Hey, knock it off. Yeah. Out, out, yeah. out, damn fire spot out. I'm done with this. The other things it could do, Kim, uh, that are a little bit a little bit more sus, it allows you to turn a small item invisible for a short period of time. Oh, okay. Oh, one thing I missed, Kim, you could freshen wilted flowers or food, by the way, if that's anyone. Oh, that's it. nice. Yeah, no, but so if I was the beast in Beauty and the Beast, could I just like keep get my flower all fluffy I so I wouldn't have to marry Belle? I don't think you're allowed to do it in the context of like... Uh, Magic? Well, no, like not on things that are magic because it's something that oh, is right. magic. You know, you wouldn't be able to be able to just do that because you, you, do, you don't typically cast magic on magic. Okay. All right. All right. Fine. For, for whatever reason, I think it's because magic. So magic is, is, is cast with slots. And once something goes into a slot, you have to take it out. Oh, okay. You can't force something out of a slot, even though that's what I'm saying. Like that, that, and the game did it. I didn't. You've never seen me put together furniture, but okay. I've never seen you put it. Ikea would disagree. Ikea would be a terrible wizard. Yeah. <laughs> I cast it like, with this spell slot, but you know what? I'm going to take this spell out and just put it somewhere else. Yeah. You know what? I've got so many slots left over. <laughs> the Ikea wizard would be a pretty fun idea. Kim. Yeah. <laughs> they it's cast like, dowel magic. Yeah. And like every time you cast a spell, you end up with like a random board that you then have to like figure out where you're going to put it. I always ended up with more spell components than I needed. Yeah. Or less yeah. somehow. It's yeah. pretty great. Still worked, but... You just feel like you're missing something. Kim, if we fucking turn that into a character class for D&D, people would give us as much as $1.99 for it. Ooh. We just need someone with graphic design skills to do it. We know milk. Okay, I guess we're doing this. Okay. Um, so those are the, the main differences. Now, there are some other ancillary effects that uh, Press Digitation does. 
that I didn't mention because they show up in like fucking weird offhand books that mean nothing to anyone. Like these are some things that showed up in the book Tome and Blood. Ooh, that sounds ominous. Which was a Dungeons and Dragons third edition supplement. Precedentation, in addition to a lot of the bullshit I've already said, allows you to, quote, dry an object or dampen an object. (laughs) Okay, so dirty, clean, dry, wet. Produce a six inch or 15 centimeter, ladies, finger of flame. 16 centimeter? What do you get? 6.2 inches. It is always superior to go with the metric system. Fuck. Um, It also allows you to gather things into small piles. It allows you to, to repair leather or textiles by stitching them together. Okay. Or, and this is the other one, Kim, tie a rope or cord to itself or another string-like object or an a- So just tie rope. It allows you to tie rope. That could be helpful if you needed to keep a boat from floating away. Which, as a, as a dungeon person, that happens a lot. The boat know. floats away? Yep. Uh, finally, and Kim, here's one that, that, should make your, that should up your dander. It allows you to change a small animal, vegetable, or mineral into another of the same kingdom. I'm going to make this mouse into a vole. <laughs> <laughs> right? This, uh, this, this quartz is now bauxite. Jesus. Yeah. Kingdom. So I actually have to look it up. Yeah. So like I couldn't make a, I couldn't make a, like a random rock into a diamond. No. Well, I don't know. But I don't know. Could Kingdom. I, make, I could rock. probably make coal into a diamond, right? Like, or yeah, maybe. Yeah, I would say so. How is that not just rapid aging? How is that trans? What I'm saying is, yeah, this is bullshit, polymorph. I think they're gonna they're gonna take that out of the next round. I think because there's no way that Kim, you would never be more right because after this, Kim, in fifth edition, which is. The, the edition of our Lord. Oh, yeah. This fifth is the edition. canon edition yeah, now. This is the Anno Domini edition of the game. Is fifth New Vatican post John Paul II. Got it. Go. I cast Prestidigitation and with his spirit. Mm-hmm. Um, and does it with you. Prestidigitation is a transmutation cantrip. Casting time, one action. So again, Kim, two seconds. Okay. Uh, it has a range of, and in this one, Kim, a range of 10 feet. So you cannot do this one as, as big as. How many centimeters? How many meters? It doesn't specific. Well, it doesn't specifically say, but, but it's. Because we've always, up until this point, I've had an advantage. But now this time, Kim, they're like, no, imperial system only. Oh. The components for this one are still verbal and somatic, and it can last up to an hour. Now, here's the description that exists in fifth edition. Spell is a minor magical trick. Doesn't say spell, which I think is interesting, but they also says spell. This spell is a trick. So which is it that novice spellcasters use for practice? So they're working okay. real hard to make it sound like this is bullshit. You do this to fuck around. Yeah. You create one of the following magical effects within range. So there's some there's some that we can remember, Kim. You create an instantaneous harmless sensory effect, such as a shower of sparks, puff of wind, musical notes, odd odor, whatever. So, but like you could distract somebody. So like you're exactly. like you're like walking down the hall and you're supposed to be in class and your teacher is like, why aren't you in class? And then you make cigarette smoke set like waft from the bathroom. Yeah. They're going to be like, excuse me, I need to deal with this. And, and then, then you can and run. Then you're out. You instantaneously light or snuff out a candle, torch, or campfire, whatever. They kept the clean and soiling, which is amazing. <laughs> That can be fun. You chill or warm up to one cubic foot of non-living material so I can make this rock taste like nacho cheese. What? No, the, that, you said chill or warm. Or flavor. Or flavor. Okay, chill, warm, or flavor. Okay. Right. Now, here's a new one, Kim. You make a color 
small mark or symbol appear on an object or a surface for an hour. Oh, so okay. it's it's like graffiti, but also it cleans itself. Okay, so but you could also like trick somebody into thinking that something is something that it isn't by like making. Couldn't you make the symbol of like a one hundred dollar bill on a one dollar bill? You could, Kim. Um, yeah, I don't see why you couldn't do that. Okay, I don't see why you shouldn't do that. Everyone should. Or you could just change the name of an establishment. So it's supposed to be, uh, you know, like you told your parents you were going to the library, but it was actually the strip club. But while they drove by, it says library. <laughs> so here's the thing, Kim. As long what? as it's within 10 feet of you, I don't see why that couldn't. Well, it says small color, a small okay. mark or a symbol. Okay. So probably not an entire sign, but no. I could definitely at least it would be this would be an argument for sure okay because then it comes down to like well what do you mean by fucking small Mm -hmm. and what is a a word is a symbol don't start with me a word is a symbol you can also create a non-magical trinket or illusory image that can fit in your hand that lasts in your you can just make something that appears in your hand so that's wow this is the spell of fake ids oh yeah i could just make a fake id and you're just like i'm 21 yeah mclovin i'm 21 (laughs) organ donor because of the small a symbol you put on there that says yeah. organ donor. That's actually the fake part. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> Everything about the ID is real, but I'm not an organ donor. Now, Kim, this is the best part. You can cast this spell multiple times. You can have up to three of its non-instantaneous effects active at any time, and you can dismiss those effects with an action. So, Kim, I can just have this fucking running whenever I want, however I want, and I don't have to concentrate to make it happen. Okay, good, because I'm not good at that. That means, Kim, and this is, this, this spell is, one, it's basically like having Batman's, you know, awesome fucking utility belt with you at all times. But also, this spell is the magical equivalent of the ability to ruthlessly fuck with people nonstop that wizards could just do, you know? Well, that's nice. Yeah. So, but only the wizard class and the mariners and the sea witches, only they can do it? No, Kim. In 5th edition, the classes that can use this are wizards, obviously, warlocks, sorcerers, bards, and artificers, which are people who do magic using technology, or as I call it, not magic. Yeah, that that's not a... Okay, all right, there, I'm going to change that in edition 6, I tell you what. Yep. Kim, if you had prestidigitation, which one of these effects would you use? Because I guarantee you, I would really want clean and soil. All the time. I wouldn't run clean in soil all the time. Although running clean all the time might be nice. Yes. Um, well, here's a question, Kip. How many cubic feet is a washing machine? More than one. Shit. You're right. Well, we could wash one garment at a time and it's instantaneous. Yeah. So yeah, I could just, I could probably just have a, like a small one cubic foot box and just put clothes in it. Clean, clean, also, clean, clean. Also, if it's one cubic foot, how big is a microwave? Because that's a spell of microwave. Yeah. I yeah, can microwave uh, things. Yeah, I think a what one cubic foot would be. Yeah, you could just Yeah, just um microwave. what about uh I guess I would I would like to be able to make things taste I don't know like mac and cheese all the time. Just everything tastes like mac and cheese. Yeah, warmed up mac and cheese in the microwave. That's yeah. pretty good. I could make rocks cold make rocks really easily cold. and then you could and then you could like use them as ice cubes if you needed to do that. Or like, you that can make fine. them warm and give someone a badass massage and they will oh. stay warm. Oh, yeah, that would be good. Like a nice like is that the I want to say shiatsu. I know that's it's the hot right. rock massage. You know, the hot rock. I literally massage. just call that hot rock massage. Hot rock. OK, cool. That's what I want. And then 
everything that I'm coming up with in my mind right now, like you're like, tee hee hee, I'm going to make people shit themselves. I've gone like straight domestic. I'm like, how am I going to use this to make my domestic life easier? Pip has this really, he has like the sixth sense. Mm -hmm. He can tell when I'm, I've got candy in my hand or if it's about to go in my mouth and I would make it disappear. That's true. Because that's the perfect size, right? Yeah, it is a perfect Um, size. Well, you could also, you know what, Kim, you could create an odd odor. So you could create the odd odor of the opposite of candy. Right. And that would, I would have to make my mouth smell like whatever that was because he will put his nose in my mouth. To find out if there's candy there. Yeah, to find out if I've been eating candy. Or or he could say, you know, hey, what's in your hand? And it's like very clearly a Reese's cup. And well, well, no, Kim, because you can, well, well, yeah, exactly. You can use prestidigitation to create non-magical nail polish. Right. Just to show, oh, look, no, it's not a Reese's peanut butter cup, but I only have what, like 10 seconds or something to do that. So like, and then I'd be like, hey, look over there. <laughs> there you go. I didn't even know. And then I'd be like, hey, does, you smell that weird smell? <laughs> I think a skunk came by. Later. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I guess. Okay. So in an office environment, now I need to, I need to branch out because I'm thinking, I'm thinking two in the box, right? I need right. to like branch out. Yeah, definitely in an office environment. You, can you make, you can make small things invisible. I couldn't make myself invisible. Well, it, so we lost the ability to make things invisible, but we okay. did, we, we gained the ability to like, okay. So here's one, Kim, you can make a faint noise, right? So like whatever is a noise that someone dislikes, and it was, it was a noise someone would like in an office. It was a sound. Uh, like. I think people in an office, they like uh, smooth jazz. They do like smooth jazz. You can yeah. make smooth jazz happen. Okay. Because it says faint musical notes. So that's like jazz just yeah. out of ear, earshot. Yeah. Just like, oh, somebody somebody listening to some nice like I feel some, music hey, I, right now. I feel some jazz around. Yeah. I don't know why, but I'm feeling some jazz. Yeah. I feel ambient jazz. Well, another thing you could do, Kim, is uh, you can make very light popping sounds as one harmless sensory effect. You can do a, a, a light whirring noise and the smell... Of burnt popcorn. Ugh. So no mat. So this person smells popcorn being burned. But no matter where they go, they'll never find the break room where it is. Oh my gosh! Isn't that You've horrible? About this, yeah. So how would you? How? What are some other horrible things that you would do with this, my friend? Well, Kim, if I have okay, so one thing I would love to do is someone is like they have like a big meeting, mm-hmm. and so like as they're doing their big meeting. I press to dig because I have to stay within 10 feet of them, obviously. And then yeah. suddenly like a huge wet pee stain appears <gasps> in front of them, like on them, on their person. Yeah. Cause you it can make like an argument that a, that a pee stain is a small mark color or symbol. Yeah. But you could also have just soiled them, which is I something you could have just soiled them. You could have just soiled. There's many ways that you could create pee on their person. Yes. And press the digitation has given me a lot of them. Also, I can say, hey, for good luck, keep this candle in your pocket because I'm sure they'll believe me. Oh, yeah. I'm their wizard friend. They're very superstitious and you are their wizard friends. How would they doubt me? Well, they're going to doubt you after this. I tell you what. Well, (laughs) they'll say a lie and then I will ignite the candle and then their pants will actually be set aflame. Ooh, I love that. Basically, if you have something in your pockets that could constitute a torch, candle or campfire, I will set it aflame. It's pretty great. It also says I don't have to necessarily see it. If I just know it's there, up it goes, which is pretty awesome. You could also do the fun one of soiling someone's clothes and making it smell like farts all the time. <laughs> I cast odd odor twice, so it's double farts, but also they're dirty. Yeah. You know what I mean? 
Yeah. 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 A fart and a shark. There you go. What would you do, Kim? Oh, I would probably, I mean, could you make a bad smell go away? Because I feel like you'd be able to create a puff of wind or create the opposite smell. Yeah, I'm like sure smells good, like, work like magnets. Yeah. You just got to neutralize that. Cause like there are times, so I work, I work basically by myself and there are times when I'm in my little office space right. and I just let one just rip. rip. Yeah. And then I hear my only other coworker getting up from her desk to come over and ask me something. And then I have to, what she's going to ask you first is how dare you followed <laughs> by who do you think you are? No, she usually goes, is that a sulfur smell? <laughs> I'm like, Oh yeah, probably the sink. <laughs> oh no. I guess they're drilling for oil again. <laughs> They're, re- they're drilling the street. Uh, that's weird. It must be coming from the hall. Um, surely the smell of death couldn't be from a mortal. <laughs> I know. I was just wondering the same thing, but you smelt it first, and you know what they say. He who smelt it did not cast Prejudigidelta. <laughs> uh, good. Basically, I would make it so my farts weren't stinky, or my farts were super stinky. Uh, you know, depending on the situation, the depending on the situation, whoever's yeah. whatever you need to do to be proud. Yeah. And then I would, uh, ooh, you could um, make an uncomfortable situation by switching the ladies and the gents' room bathrooms for all. Yeah, it just has a picture of a toilet because that's what's in there. That's that's in in my. You know what, Kim? It's interesting you say that because that really all is that should be on the door to a bathroom is just a sign like. There's a toilet. In here. And when I tell people, when people are asking like where the bathroom is, I always tell them, um, you go down the hall and it's on the right. It's the room with the toilet in it. Um, <laughs> you don't bathe in there. Don't bathe. Yeah. In there. Yeah. That would be bad and foolish yeah. of you. Although we do have in our office, we do have a shower in one of the bathrooms, but we hide it from the patients and they don't know it's there. That's a, ironically, rest, that's a restroom, Kim. <laughs> ironically, it's behind one of the patient chairs in one of the exam rooms. Oh my God. Yeah, and they never, and only one time in a year have has anyone ever found it. And it was you, and it was Kim, a, the first time, and then you yeah. hit it, so no one else would know about your secret shower. So I went in to check on a girl, who, a little girl who was dilating, and I heard this toilet flush, and she just steps out of the room, and I'm like, "Did you just use my bathroom?" <laughs> she was like, "Your bathroom." Yeah, yeah. I found it. <laughs> it was, but we seriously, we have people that come in about once once a week, and they, they do surgery, and they still don't know about the bathroom. Yeah, they. They just think it's another like closet, I guess. Because why would you have a bathroom behind an exam chair yeah. in in an office? Well, here's something I didn't realize, Kim. And and as we're talking about bathrooms and diarrhea and poop, and it's really mm-hmm. great. But I just realized that the cleaning and soiling it doesn't last the entire time. Oh no! It only lasts for an hour. It wouldn't help me with my laundry situation. Well, no, Kim. But this is the thing, right? Like you do it once. Think about the time you get back. So you yeah, just but ca- it only lasts for an hour. But this is what I mean, Kim. You can keep it active nonstop. So you just have to keep casting it. And it's just on, right? And it's like you just, it becomes a reflex. The first thing you do when you wake up is cast it. And every hour on the hour, you cast it. And then when you go to sleep, you don't cast it, obviously. You just go to bed. But you go to bed bed. in in a wizard's tower or castle where no one can find you. So really, so this solves a lot of my problems because I have recently been very irritated by the fact that I have to shower every day. It is pretty rough. And I have to clean the toilets and the bathrooms and things like that, like on a nearly weekly basis. It's yeah. Every, I mean, it's just, it seems like it never ends, you know? No, it doesn't. And so I would save a lot of time if I could just like cast clean, cast clean, cast clean on myself. But Kim, that's the thing, right? Because the moment that you forget, because you're still accumulating dirty the entire time that you're casting it. 
So, so like, if if, I, so like, so think of it, Kim, like you cast it on you right now. If you were to cast it on yourself right now, you're clean, right? right? But between the time that you cast it and cast it again, you're accumulating dirt. Yeah. So essentially underneath the spell is the picture of Dorian Gray. <laughs> exactly. There's just layers upon layers of caked filth. So yeah. like in the few hour, the wee hours of the night, you just transform into a horrific dirt swamp monster. Yeah. Which is why I started sleeping in the tub. Exactly. That's why Kim started sleeping in the tub because prestidigitation doesn't last long enough. Yeah. And I just refuse to waste time because like, it's just such a time waster. Yeah. I mean, you got to clean your whole body and then you got to dry yourself off and then you got to get new clothes on. So then you're creating laundry for yourself. Who's got fucking time for that? I, I don't know. I honestly don't know. Well the, well, the other thing too, Kim, is they make very clear, like some of these things do only last an hour, like the chilling, warming, or flavoring of food lasts for an hour, up to an hour. Okay. Which all makes sense. I wouldn't want to eat a cookie and it stays warm in my tummy. Although I could make a cookie that stays warm in my tummy for a full hour. That's true. It seems like a bad idea. That would be weird. In some ways. I think that would be bad for you, probably. How, how warm could it be? I don't know. It says warm. Because what's warm to me could be deathly hot to something else. A chocolate monster thinks 95 is you'll die. That's your, that's death temperature. I, I really think, yeah, I think that probably warm, uh, hold on, let's go to Google. What temperature is warm? Cause like, I think it's going to be, cause temperature like warm, if you put something in the oven to warm it, that's 200 degrees. Yeah. That's so, and 200 degrees. If I, I swear to God, if I put you in 200 degrees, Kim, you would not be happy. It's usually, yeah. Warm is usually 170 to 200 degrees. Although if you're not talking about temperature, as, um, so, so like, if I say it feels warm, then you could say, well, it feels like you're exaggerating because that's, this isn't warm. Right. But like a body temperature is 98.6 degrees. What about, like, a, what about if I'm like a lizard person? Sorry. I don't know why I paused there. Lizard person. <laughs> well, I guess you would be, well, you're cold blooded and you'd be subjected to the temperature of things around you. Right. And so if it depends on if it's cold out or warm out you would do better you would survive better in a warm climate right um it's why there are less lizards and snakes in colder climates and but kim you were very careful to not say zero <laughs> yeah <laughs> they might be there they, i mean you always got to watch out for snakes you always gotta watch out and for lizards. snakes. i mean there's salamanders and newts and things like that they're, yeah, they're, need, they're well, around we, there obviously we need i mean those are like amph- are those in, those are amphibians though right they're not i yeah but i still think their blood's cold yeah okay yeah Okay. Yeah. The difference is like one, it comes from a tadpole and one comes from an egg for the most part. I just recently read a lot about lizards, snakes, and amphibians. Tadpoles technically come from eggs. Right. But they're like, well, but they're, they're like more in, aquatic. And it's that there's a slimy skin versus a dry skin. Like dry that's and scaly. Yeah. Dry and scaly versus like wet and slimy. Yeah. Anyway. <laughs> Listen, um, we're getting we're I, getting lost in the minutia. What I'm trying to say, Kim, is that if I could create something warm, I could create something that's up to 200 degrees inside your body. Yeah, and that would be very damaging to my organs. Holy shit, Kim! You know what you could do is if someone ate something, that's not technically them, right? Right. We're getting into the polymorph problem all over again. But like, yeah. if something is in their tummy. I can instantaneously warm it and I can flavor it so I can warm it and I can make it taste like diarrhea in their well, tummy. Yeah, but it's in their tummy. You can't taste it. But, the the mo- but Kim, they're going to taste it. Like you eat something, you can still taste it. 
yeah, I guess if it's going to Especially come if it bit. tastes like diarrhea, Kev. You're going to taste yeah. it. I swear yeah, to God. I think that... Um, I wonder if this is, yeah, this is one of those things where like, yeah, you have to be within 10 feet of it and you have to be able to see it. Do you have to be able to see it? Uh, no, you don't. All right. You don't have to say I'm literally reading it. It says action is a range of 10 feet. It lasts an hour. One of these effects within range. So it must be within 10 feet of you. You can cast this spell multiple times. Three of its effect actives. You can dismiss one as an action. It doesn't say jack shit about being able to see what it is you're casting on. Okay, so this is another thing that I would do. Somebody is walking in front of me in the hallway, and yep. every time they take a step, I make a little fart sound. Oh, my God. Yes, you do, Kim. <laughs> Just not stop. Hey, hey, what, are you, what the fuck are you going to do? It's harmless. Yeah. yeah. I'm not hurting you, and it does smell like farts. But it's not a lethal smell. Yes. Suddenly, there's a whiff. I had there's a whiff of. What are you gonna do? And you because I, oh my god, Kim, this is what's fucking great too, right? Because I can create the fart noise. I can create the fart smell, and I can warm the air slightly for yeah. up to an hour. Yeah, you could soil them too if you really if you really wanted to push it. But I mean, like, why? Like, just like be weird. Yeah. And then and then what? Like, then they run into the bathroom, and then you make like a really then. The, but then they run noise. the bathroom, and then they're clean. Yeah. And they smell great. And the, and the air is cooler in there. <laughs> but the moment they walk out, Kim, back to the stink, fart, breath, hot, every, all of it at once. So, so how? But only when they look in the mirror do they look clean and smell nice. Okay, so how are people actually using this in the game of so, the Dungeons and the Dragons? So this is where we get into sort of like the weird minutiae about D&D that's, that makes it, that's like different from table to table. Because I actually think that this is one of those spells that, and I, I can't say this with certainty, but this is one of those spells that most people would pass over. They wouldn't take it. Because so much of D&D is focused on fighting. If you look at your character sheet in D&D, mm -hmm. like 90% of the boxes on it are about hurting shit. Like there's, there's literally a box for like attacks and damage. Like on the front page, your health is front and center. Like okay. how much health you have, like... Okay, so there's a lot of fighting going um, on. The in this focus game. is on fighting, and in fact, the like if you have a spell that causes damage, if you use like a spell like a like a character builder or a character sheet maker or something like that, yeah, the, the damaging spell will appear on the front page, but it won't tell you what it does. It'll just say its name and how much damage it does and how good you are at casting it to attack things, right? So the so the focus on D and D is damage. If you look at the the character, okay. Sheet. And what that does is it conveys to someone playing, hey, if I'm playing this game, it behooves me to be someone who can do as much damage as quickly as possible. Tell me again the people that can cast the magic. So the people that can cast um, Prestidigitation are, um, in the current edition of D&D, are artificers, bards, sorcerers, warlocks, and wizards. So five uh, classes. So not like, no, no like pickpockets or... Well, well Kim... This is the thing. So I feel like that would be very helpful. This right. would be a very helpful spell so in there's deceiving a, people. Exactly. So there's a rogue subclass called the Arcane Trickster that I believe gets to cast Prestidigitation. He is Arcane. Okay. Yeah. Let me actually let me let, I'll, let me confirm that. Um, yeah, because that would be that would I mean if you didn't have that as the Arcane Trickster, like the, what, what are you even doing with your life? Fucking around. Yeah, you're not. You're like. So the Arcane Trickster gets, you can choose up to three cantrips from the Wizard Spell list, so you could get Prestidigitation. Uh, you also get the ability Mage Hand um, when you're an Arcane Trickster. I haven't talked about Mage Hand. That's a whole other show. 
But oh, okay. uh, um, you can pick prestigitation as an arcane trickster. So so in D&D, there's what are called um, a spellcaster class is essentially like they consider it in terms of like percentage, like um, like fractional. Mm-hmm. So like if you are a spellcaster by default and you're mainly a spellcaster, like your primary skill is like charisma or some shit okay. or, or, or intelligence or, or wisdom. You're, you're like, um, you're what's called a, like a, you're just a spellcaster, a class like a druid or, or, a, or a paladin or like a ranger. They're like what's called a half spellcaster as in okay. you're intended to cast spells, but you're also intended to fight a bunch. Okay. And then yeah. So that's you, not all you do. And then if you level up and you can choose what's known as a subclass where you specialize, you can pick one like the arcane trickster and become a one fourth spellcaster. Okay. So three fourths of you is just badass damage. And one fourth of you gets to cast some magic for lulls. But what's bonkers okay. here is that as a rogue, you can get what we have established. Kim is one of the most fucking ridiculously powerful, insane spells Oh, it just covers so much. It allows you to do so many things for constantly for free. Yeah. Like, like it's, it, it seems like this would be annoying. Like if you were like, Oh yeah, somebody, somebody would they, definitely, like, I'm sure that there are tables that like, they're like, you know, no odd job, no prestidigitation. Right. Right. You're not allowed to fucking like, how, how does prestidigitation work? You can't, no, no, you don't get to. It can start small fires. It can make stuff taste like nachos. And that's about it. Fuck off. Yeah, that's all you get. It's, well, what about the diarrhea? No. <laughs> it's the what diarrhea What about spell. the classic nonstop diarrhea? <laughs> <laughs> this is how Joe di- got kicked out of three different D&D clubs. <laughs> how? He just really, he really knows how prestidigitation works. Like, he really gets it. Yeah. And it's just diarrhea, nonstop diarrhea. See, and it's like, and again, like, it's not a spell that causes damage physically. Yeah, it's just chaos. But it can really fuck somebody up, and you can do it nonstop. It's like like all these things are the kind of thing, like, when it says harmless, it means, like, you don't roll dice to indicate how much harm it does. Right, it doesn't, it means, yeah, it does not cause damage to a person's health. But it it might over many years of them constantly losing out on opportunities because of the horrible diarrhea stink smell that follows them. <laughs> yeah, everywhere. I really feel like prestidigitation is like having an older brother that just fucks with you all the time. Yeah. <laughs> like, it's gaslighting the spell. Yeah. Diarrhea. <laughs> diarrhea. Roll diarrhea. to gaslight. Yeah. That's the other thing, Kim. You don't have to roll to do any of this shit. You nope. You just, just get it. Do it. Yeah. All right. Yeah. What a wonderful, wonderful thing. <laughs> Jesus. I think that I, I think I have a good understanding of this now. Well, I'm I'm glad, Kim. <laughs> I'm gonna think about for the next week just all the different things I could be doing. I could press the digit if you're you're so lucky I can't press the digitate you right now where you will be yeah. fucked right up. You would you would smell so bad. It would stink so bad in here. Yeah. <laughs> and also anytime I would leave a room, it would just be a flash of sparks and music like yeah, right. final countdown somewhere in the distance. Yeah, just like, but a really soft ding, 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 ding. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah. (sighs) Yep, that's it. Is that Europe again? Um, (laughs) All right. All right. Yeah. So I have learned about the spell. I have learned you got to use the metric system. And it's not all about uh, jokey, ha ha, 
Uh, or wait, no, it's not all about hurting people. Sometimes it's about jokey haha. Bye. Thank you. Okay. What are we calling this again? What the spell? What the spell?